Welcome to Wheels World, your wheel overall, powered by 3Gen Physical Therapy and Sports Performance Institute. Every week we'll be coming to you with this podcast addressing current events, sports, and mental health. We hope that you sit down with us and listen to the show and maybe you take some useful information from it. And I hope you're having a blessed one. And away we go. Good morning, good morning. Hope everybody's doing well, man. Today, this episode, we're going to discuss a couple of things for my basketball players. Again, this is kind of like a part two off of the part one I just did. I told my uh, actual basketball players, my football people, you know, everybody. My t- I have tennis players I train that, you know, I was going to start doing a podcast to kind of sort of address a lot of things. So, Like I told you before, it's going to be current events, um, actual sports and mental health. So I'm gonna hit a lot of stuff. I'm not. I don't. I've never been a person who likes to be in a box. So I'm gonna hit things. And some of these podcasts may not be for you, you know. But if you listen to them, you can always pull something from them because some maybe you can help somebody with even what I'm saying in this basketball episode. So if you're a basketball player, a hooper, you know, um, a basketball parent or whatever, this is probably a great podcast for you. And I'm gonna cover a couple of topics today. This is part two of a series I'm probably gonna make. So part one. If you didn't hear it, go back and catch that. That is, I think, is a is a is almost integral to listening to the second part. You don't have to, but it'll it'll kind of paint the picture bigger. So in part one, I discuss some things about how to get better, you know, how to train, you know, and basically how basketball is an individual type of actual deal when it comes to tr- getting better in order to lead the team to success. The reason that the practice setting setting doesn't work. When it's a team setting for getting players better is because you can't really focus in on your deficiencies. If I'm a guard, I'm training with the post and like I don't have I'm never going to be on the block, you know, like in that aspect of drop stepping, whatever, you know, I'll be on the block in a mid post or some possibly if I'm a wing or some. If I don't if I'm in a practice setting, it's not going to basically address what I need to address. I really need to go focus on myself individually and then integrate that into actually the practice setting. But anyway. The topics I'm going to talk about today is kind of what I just talked about is let's talk about basketball technique today. It's a technique in basketball. Yes, there are a lot of techniques. Like the thing about basketball that's awesome is that you don't have to be the fastest, biggest, strongest, quick. You don't have to be all that. You just need to be able to figure out who you are like on the court, like what you do. And for every player that's here in this that was born in the Steph Curry era, I hate to break it to you. You have to do more than shoot the basketball. Like, you have to be able to do more than just shoot. And I really wish some of y'all would really check Steph's workouts out. Some of you all just watching the highlights and, you know, and the shorts on the on the on um, TikTok and you know you and, and YouTube stuff and, and Instagram, you know, like you are watching that. But nobody's really looking at Steph's highlights. I mean not highlights, but looking at his workouts. Like, and that's not really what she would share more of that, man. Like, for every player that plays this sport, shooting may not be your best quality. Don't you realize that if it's, the sport has changed so much, and this is for, like, whoever's, like, really on this episode, that playing hard is a talent now. Isn't that crazy? Like, you can get a scholarship off playing hard. Because guys don't play hard. They don't. If they're not. Don't have the ball in the hand on offense. They don't know what to do. 
at all. And that's something as a, as a trainer that I, I've been getting, I, I've been really trying to focus on my guys, like how to be a better defender, how to be active off the ball. How do you move off the ball? How do you relocate what you're trying to accomplish, you know, like off the ball and how you're communicating, how to rebound the ball, like do other things. Right. You know, like we were, we were really in a deck, a, a, a age of basketball where it's probably it's most skilled. Can't really argue with that. Guys are extremely skilled, but it's probably the worst defensive era ever. And guys really don't play hard. Isn't that wild? Like, I, like for instance, I'm I'm 35 years old, right? I get a chance to go against a lot of younger kids. And somebody was like, well, young kids, you're going to be, no, no, I got some kids where I, I train or just, they're really good. I get, I get to go against a lot of younger kids. I'm 35, and I'm not trying to sit here and say that I was, you know, the first round draft pick, but I can still get a bucket anytime I want to on anybody. I always felt like, you know, once the older guys got older and when I was playing, there's a certain point you're just not scoring no more. Like, sorry, pops, you gotta get to the sideline. <laughs> you, you're not better score no more. But the way way defense is played now, it's ridiculous. Like, for any player who's playing at this age of basketball, playing hard can get you a scholarship. So let's talk about the techniques real quick, right? I'm, I kind of drifted just a little bit there, but let me focus back in. I'm gonna talk about three three ways, three techniques of basketball. And I'm, I'm gonna speak about um. Two positions. I'm not going to really label by, you know, like guard, point guard, whatever. I'm just two positions. The guard position and the forward position on the block or stretch four, however you want to shape it. All right. So for the guards, right, one technique of playing is being a playmaker or a skill set. I think that's a better way to say it. Maybe a skill set. One skill set of playing is being a, a playmaker. A lot of people don't even understand what that means. Some people think they're just making shots, hitting shots, shooting shots. No. Creating for your teammates, right? And I like forcing it either. Some of you all are too passive as playmakers, by the way, because you think playmaking is just passing the ball, but it's really not. Playmaking is a true skill, like understanding when to shoot, when not to shoot, when to drive, when not to drive, when I need to actually get it to the guy who has the high hand or the girl who has the high hand versus when I actually need to you know, get the person who's been taking bad shots like off the ball to their spot where they need to be at, right? So I'm kind of directing traffic a little bit. And when I need to throw it to the post, because I need the post to get double to kick to the corner for the shooter that I know loves to shot in the corner. So playmaking. Playmaking is the IQ part of the game. Some people are blessed to be playmakers. It's like they can get on the court and have a great feel for the game, you know? So playmaking. One thing about playmaking that you need to have in order to make plays besides the IQ to do so is ball handling. If you can't handle the ball, it's going to be very hard if you make plays. If you're going to go right and you're right-handed, I'm sorry, you'll never be able to be productive against better talent. Lower-level talent, you may be able to get away with it. But most of the part, you're going to get figured out and now you're frustrated because you can't go right no more because they just stopped that. So my point is that the skill set you need to play make is ball handling, right? Ball handling will get you on the court, number one, because every coach needs somebody they can tell how they want something ran, right? The second part of that skill set that you need in order to be, you know, in order to play this game, I think, um, that you can use to play this game that is not really a hard skill set. Yes, people, I'm about to say it, shooting. 
Oh, Lord. Shooting a basketball is definitely a good skill set to have. But if you just shoot the basketball and you can't defend, rebound, or do anything else, sorry, guys, there's too many people out here who can shoot who can't do anything else. So I suggest if you're a shooter of the ball, you need to be try to become a great defender or a good defender or some guy, somebody who's a high-energy guy who's going to basically run the court, you know, guard guys in the in the in the half court, you know, get back on defense, die for loose ball. The high energy guy, right? Because that gives you an actual two way type of deal in the sense of saying, hey, this guy brings more to the table than just shooting the ball, right? Or this girl brings more to the table than just shooting the ball. So shooting. Here's the thing about shooting. Shooting is reps, and obviously shooting is form, right? Gotta you have to have an efficient form. Number one, uh, it's shooting the ball a certain way. Like everybody's, the, you know, the elbow tucked in and the backwards L, you know, coming up. Yeah, that's cool. You definitely figure that out for sure. I'm not going to really get too technical with that today. But definitely need a good form, but it's reps. If you're wide open, standing in one spot, not moving, in my opinion, you should better hit 10 shots in a row. And somebody was like, well, what makes you think that? Simple. Like, that's how you're supposed to shoot the ball. Like. If you're wide open, it's supposed to be a layup. Like in practice, it really should be a layup. Nobody's out there. No pressure, no fans, no boo. You know, nothing's going fast. Like you're you're training, like you're working on it, right? So in order to be a better shooter, you need to be able to hit shots in a row. That's just kind of what it is. Let's jump to you know the post real quick. My post players or my bigs, right? We're gonna talk about post game and we're gonna talk about actually you know, flown out to the wing or to the corner and shooting the three ball. The first thing about post game or the skill set is the setup. Where do you stand? Where do you position yourself in order to receive the ball? If I see one more coach or one more trainer teaching their person to set up on the very, on the very bottom block, I'm going to lose my mind. That is incorrect. That is wrong. Somebody has told somebody that I can get on the bottom block, spin, I'm closer to goal. That's great. The angle is so terrible when you drop step off that bottom block. Go in the gym, do it now. I promise you, next time you're in the gym, get a boss on the block, the bottom block on the free throw line, drop step. Tell me where you tell me where you end up at. Just the just the most this is a it's the worst type thing ever. The worst type thing ever. Also. With it, the setup is important, so you should set on the second block. <sighs> and understand the thing that you are comfortable with, meaning that you may not be the back-to-the-basket post person. You may be the catch-and-face person, you know. You may be the person that has to pop out to the short corner, catch the ball, then drive. You may be the person that has to actually kind of float to the middle of the floor and middle of the paint and, you know, kind of sort of be where the ball says so you catch your catch-shoot post guy, you know, or girl. Let's skip to the second part. For anybody trying to shoot the three from the post, you need to be able to shoot the three on the move a little bit. And what I mean by that, most of the time you get the ball in the corner, you a post player, you probably moved out to the corner because somebody was driving your way and you couldn't go to the other side of the block. So I moved out to the corner, right? So as a result, I need to be ready to catch the ball on the move, on the kickout, and being able to square, shoot, let it go. 
So basically, I'm going to be probably shuffling or side shuffling to the corner. And once I get the ball, I should be already catching and squaring up and shooting and letting it go. So you should be doing a lot of moving when you're shooting your jumpers and your workouts. Moving. You know, get to the corner, relocate to the wing, relocate back to the corner to get back in the vision of my actual guard. You know, like move to the top of the key for the free throw, you know, understanding where I need to have the ball on the release for the free throw. So in essence, if I'm shooting the ball as a post from the wing or from the corner, right, coming from the block, I need to be really working on shooting the ball on the move and understand how to gather myself as far as getting balanced and being efficient with my stroke. All right. So. For everybody who's listening to this episode, hopefully you got a lot of information out of it. The, the, the points we capped on were playmaking skills for an actual guard and being at a basket, being a shooter as a guard and being able to have the second skill set with it. You can't be one thing. You need to be both. You know, and then my post people was just the post setup where you stand, where you set up and then the shooting aspect of it. Understand you're shooting on the move. For anybody who heard this episode, hopefully it helped you out. Hope you will share it like the actual podcast um and as well as you know subscribe and support the channel man like support it you know um i have a link in the in the description that you can click on to support and it just keeps the channel going but even if you don't support the channel by any you know any type of other way just listening i really appreciate it i'm grateful and hope you all have a great day have a blessed one i'll catch you in the next one